What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Music Corner with 808. I'm your boy Nate. It is your boy Trent. I'm Minecraft Steve. And today we have the new tunes, new music for the people like you. So let's hop on into it here. First off, To Kill Achilles, their new album, Something to Remember Me By. Trent, go ahead and take us away with this. Banger. Absolute banger. Damn. All the way through. I cannot say how much I love this album. It was so good. Um, everything about it, it's just like it had that, um, like that, that power that I was looking for, you know, for this year just to have. And it was, I mean, obviously, you could tell it was a very powerful album, um, whether it be, you know, the vocals or the drums or, you know, that just all the instrumentals all the way through. Except for the last track, which I believe was the acoustic track, if I remember correct. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was kind of interesting. I think like it was just kind of like a funny one to throw in there. But all in all, I actually really did like this album. It was really good. I come, it came off a a whack album, but um, this album overall solid. I will definitely come back to this one because it's I it's I think I think this is the album I was missing in like twenty twenty was like this type of album which i mean we had something like it but like this much has like power and intensity i was gonna say not as much emotion Mm -hmm. yeah like we had like taylor swift album (laughs) (laughs) taylor swift Um, and kill achilles what's the difference (laughs) yeah really no i i i really enjoyed it it was just there's a solid like nine for me i i really messed with it it was like reminded me of like my teenage years a little bit you know kind of like listened to like a little bit you know that hard punk type stuff i like i'm a sucker for punk i'm just gonna say it now if you haven't noticed i'm a sucker for punk a little bit <laughs> right but no i i really really messed with it it's really good uh, i definitely do recommend it for anybody that likes punk and stuff like that mm-hmm. and even like you know i i don't know even what to consider i was gonna say like it's got like a little like uh kind of a heavy metal vibe it's, but... it's like hardcore you know yeah a little bit like hardcore um but yeah, I, I really did enjoy it. So, Good shit. Yeah, this is one of those bands that like uh, I remember in high school finding out about them. The thing is, though, with them, what I find very interesting is their last album, not EP, but album, came out in 2013. And that was their debut album in 2013. Wow. They – I don't know what happened. I don't know what's behind all that. But apparently they put out an EP then in 2017 and then it was this album, you know. So I don't know where the divide wow. was. And I'm pretty sure too their older stuff, if I recall correctly, was way more on the metalcore side than anything. But this might, this leans on like melodic hardcore if you want to even like mm-hmm. – for yeah. lack of a better Even word. like – it's got a little bit of an industrial kind of vibe to it as well. A little say. bit, yeah. I hear the influences. Um, but no, I, I I, think that that's where, like, my midpoint is right there is that because I, I don't know. I just love it. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, you were talking about, too, like, the whole, like, how powerful it was. It was very, like, emotionally mm-hmm. driven. Like, the lyrics, like, you can tell that this guy was going through some shit. <laughs> whatever went on from that nine-year gap or whatever. Right. No kidding. <laughs> like, what happened? I, I guess he told the story. Yeah. This is what happened, you know? Yeah, I mean, really, no shit. Yeah, nine years is a long-ass Time, so you could we could probably come up with a couple of good moments. <laughs> oh, look at look at three song EP, you know. But yeah. like like yeah, he's he's really emptying out everything that he's got on this album, uh, vocally wise. And you know the band's tight too. I mean it's it's nothing I haven't heard in melodic hardcore. I mean it gave me like this album in general gave me a lot of vibes from the band counterparts. Which if you've heard of them, you know they are very similar with the melodic hardcore sound and emotionally driven lyrics and all that kind of stuff. But I mean yeah, this was still a it was a solid effort. Uh, I mean it's not my favorite thing in the world and i will say some of the lyrics to me just kind of sound a little bit cliche you know oh definitely but right right and like even like i don't want to call it repetitiveness but there was definitely like you know lyrics used that i swear i've heard a very very similar line from different bands yeah so it's like i was there something about it's something about like getting your mother or your sister i can't was that that one one of I, them was, like, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, I was like, because like, 
there's one band I might be mixing it up with, but I don't think I am. We're like something about like I don't know, you know, dude. This this week was just <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better word, yes. Yeah. This is... <laughs> it was a, it was pretty interesting. But anyway, overall yeah. this album, uh if I were gonna suggest some songs, I'd say the first one four percent, very solid absolutely love that one and uh oh god i've never felt this low that was a really good one as well as uh venom those were a couple of my favorite tunes mm, that, venom was really good that was a solid one i i really enjoyed that um but yeah overall i give this one a seven out of ten you know pretty average i'd say maybe like i said i actually the songs i saved would be definitely ones i'd go back to but uh yeah that's that's really all i gotta say about this one uh sebastian what'd you think uh, so I'd like to say that this album was pretty good. The <laughs> vocals were great. Um, other than that, you know, the grit was phenomenal and the intensity doesn't really slow down up until the end when they do that acoustic track. Not my favorite one on the album, sad to say. I definitely prefer uh, a lot more of the gritty stuff like that. You know, um, you know, I, I really do like the intensity of the uh of the lyrics and then just like how punchy the singer throws them you know i just think that it just really helps the emotion just power through overall and the instrumentals aren't the most ear catching but at the same time they are still very fun and they keep a tune with the uh vocals very very well and other than that i mean you know Sometimes I'll cut myself on some edge and I won't feel sorry about it. That's kind of like how I feel about this album. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 as well, just because I think it's pretty damn good. But nothing too spectacular. Overall, would listen to more of this band. There you go. There you have it. Moving on now to a totally new direction here. Nothing Nowhere's Trauma Factory. So nothing, nowhere. He's back at it. He's got more tunes. He's got more songs here. Uh, I don't think he's really a guy that, uh, if I recall, doesn't put out too many albums. It's more so like dropping a lot of singles. And then in his case here, he came out with like, you know, like he dropped a few singles before and then put some of those on to this album. And uh, it's, <laughs> I, I mean... I fucking love this album, but I will say I don't know why I keep putting sad bitch boy emo rap onto every episode. Yeah, <laughs> I was so thinking far. when I was listening to it, I was like, God, Nate, do I have to ask if you're okay? Like, <laughs> I literally don't even think about that. And like, I was like listening to it too, like uh, yesterday when it came out. I'm like, you know, this is the third week in a row I've done this. Like, I gotta make sure next week we have like no sad rap, just regular if anything. Just give me straight up death metal just, next week or just like gangster rap just straight up fucking i don't even know like just give yeah. it some antidepressants right and trauma yeah. factory please because i really did enjoy this album i mean and this is going to be a very repetitive thing for me as well because uh i almost feel the exact same way about this album as i have for the past sad bitch boy emo rap albums however yeah, this you one... wonder why <laughs> <laughs> it's got problems oh no <laughs> This one I did find way more interesting, mainly for the fact that, like, similar to Ghost Main, there's a kind of a split where one half of the album is, like, totally different than the other half. Or not entirely totally, but, like, it's pretty different. Like, the first half is your typical sad rap, you know? Like, you're slow the girl didn't get with me kind of thing you were my everything now i'm nothing blah 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 right and then when you get the fake friend that's the split where it kind of starts on this like rock pop punky direction like it begins to be followed by death which death is probably the most unexpected track on this entire album that one of the best is <laughs> literally it's just like where did this come from? You know, this is like borderline, like metalcore kind of thing right here. And like, 
even after this one, there's a couple moments where there's a lot of, like, new metal influences, you know, that you can kind of tell that he was picking up on. Like, especially, like, with the whole, like, you know, rapping over, you know, the heavier instrumentals, mainly on death. But nevertheless, the, the album's great. There's not a single bad song on here for me personally. I mean, if I had to pick other songs besides death, I'd say Blood is a really good one, as well as Lights, uh, Exile... And uh, I really like the last track, Barely Bleeding, too. I like the slow build up to, you know, a nice, powerful ending-ish kind of thing that he did there. But, yeah, Nothing Nowhere was also an artist I was supposed to see last year, but yikes, that got canceled. So, pretty unfortunate. But if he had played Death Dude, oh my god, I would have lost my shit. Anyway, uh, Trauma Factory gets an 8.5 out of 10 for me. Uh, And if we're just comparing to the last other sad bitch boy emo albums this is probably the better one of all three i'd say so go check that one out why don't you uh trent what do you think um so (sighs) what (laughs) you know i like my sad bitch boy stuff i really do you know that's that's the thing that nate and i have in common Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time <laughs> we're figuring this, out more however, every week we're figuring this out yeah really i'm like god i'm gonna revert back to my middle school days here in a bit <laughs> you know, give me i'm gonna go buy an mcr shirt a hot topic plot twist next week's album it's gonna be, <laughs> be all about your life i'm just like throwing it right <laughs> at you <laughs> I'm like there you go there's i think my dad in order to re-resurrect trent reznor <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, jokes on you, my dad is Trent Reznor. Uh, <laughs> no, um, oh, you. <laughs> no, um, th- I actually had a few problems with this album. Uh, mostly because it reminded me too much of MGK's album. Oh, I see it. I do see it. Yeah, it was like I want to say it was like third or fourth song in. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was like. It literally had, like, the same beat and everything. And I was like, what the... But, like, after that, I just could not stop thinking about it. I was like, this sounds like MGK's Tickets to My Downfall. Um, that was a good album as well. I like that album. But this album... I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it... I'll, I'll give it a 7. Like, it was still really good. Um, I, I didn't have m- many problems, but that was, like, the main thing was that it sounded way too much like MGK's... Um, you know, I, I Nate, if you would have told me you were seeing him, I might have went and saw it with you. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, going to a concert, you know, it's fun. I'll, I'll have a fun time regardless. I'm not going to say no. If somebody offers me a concert, except if it's in uh, Paris. Um, <laughs> and I can't go to it. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, seven. It was it was pretty good. Kind of, it was, it was chill a little bit. Um, I, I'm... Nate and I are suckers for Sad Bitch Boy, so what do we say? Right, literally, dude. Fucking, it's our shit. It's our drug. That's our antidepressants right there. <laughs> uh, Sebastian, what'd you think? This album, you know, I, I will say I liked it a lot more than your typical, you know, woe is me kind of bitch boy stuff. Uh, because I, I think that this album actually had a lot of content within it. It wasn't just hollow, like, girl, I miss you, you know, I know I fucked up, but that's because I can't change, but at the same time, you should still fuck me anyway. Uh, I, I like a bit more, you know, it actually gave me a little bit more of a reason to like it other than woe is me, and having a, you know, kind of chill guitar beat in the background. I... I think the metal inclusion on the song death was probably what kind of threw this album into yeah i like this album category instead of being eh about it overall you know after death it gets a lot heavier with the instrumentals you know nate and i listened to uh well he listened to death beforehand but yesterday uh we listened to the song itself together and i was like holy shit and i expect a breakdown of fucking bitch boy album and um yeah it was pretty fucking awesome i enjoyed it a lot you know i wish uh i could have maybe i don't know i wish i could maybe just enjoy this music a little bit more um 
it's just still not my thing too much, but at the same time, I'm happy that Nothing Nowhere is experimenting a lot more with the instrumentation, and he is kind of playing to some good strengths of his. You know, he is not a bad singer in general. You know, it's not hard to understand some of the words he says because he's so mumbling and hopped up on perks or anything, you know? Like, the guy actually has pretty good talent underneath all the, uh, you know, woe is me, as the aforementioned, you know? It's just... Uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good album. I would give this one about, I don't know, I'll, I'll give it up to like a 7 to 8 out of 10. You know, it just depends on the day for me, but I'll lean into 8 out of 10 for now just because this album's pretty good. You know, if you like this kind of music, I think you would really, really enjoy this. Absolutely. And if it, at the very least, just check out Death, you know, for a heavier sound because absolutely amazing for how short it is too. Like, incredible. But, uh, yeah, now we're moving on to uh, Sleeve Ford Mods, uh, Spare Ribs. Well, I, no matter what, I'm going to go last here on this one. So, like, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Just saying, we'll get to me. But, uh, Sebastian, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead first. Let's hear what you got to say. I'm going to start off by asking a question. Is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> I seriously thought this was a comedy album. You know, I, I comedy albums with good ass instrumentation and some good ass vocals. You know, I love myself weird out just like anyone else, but this was no Amish paradise. No, 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 no. This was an angry British dude ranting off his porch because he saw some wanker just fucking kick over a stroller or something. I don't know. This sounded I've so funny. I've never heard anything more true um, in my life. Literally. <laughs> just, he sounded so angry. It's a bitch. Like, Ramsey might have a hard time competing with this man's anger because, like, it just, it sounded just so rough. And not to mention the beats behind it. They were the only saving grace of the album, but at the same time, it would probably help more if he mixes vocals properly with them. You know, it's one thing to make a sound raw and all that. It's another thing to kind of just make it sound like you didn't really want them to go together, but you didn't have anything else to work with. You know, um, I, I thought the bass, I guess, was kind of cool. You know, um, I I'm a bass player. I like bass. You know, he got a couple boom, boom, boom. It's good to me. You know, I... Uh, this one, uh, it's just, if his voice wasn't so fucking loud and nasally, it would be a lot easier to maybe enjoy at least some parts of it. Um, you know, the instrumental, it just, it just, it's your typical kind of house uh, beat music. You know, if you take his voice completely out of the occasion, it's just like something you would have in the background at a family get together while your drunk uncle's like screaming, you know. Um, other than that, you know... Uh, Billy Monates and uh, in more in the song Mork and Mindy, that was another good part because she had a good voice, unlike every person in this album. Um, other than that, yeah, this is just an angry British guy ranting about his fucking day, and I'm gonna give this a one out of ten because, like I said, instrumental and Billy Nonitz fucking just give it a point at least, but other than that, this would be a zero. But yeah, I'll just give it that at least. All right, Trent. Oh boy. <laughs> um, as soon as I uh, heard this, the first like five seconds, I was like, Nate is gonna destroy this album. <laughs> um, I will. I'm gonna give credit for trying here. Um. It's it's an interesting album. I don't know what the Brits are doing over there. Um, <laughs> whew. Yeah, I I like halfway through it. I'm like, what? I I don't even know what I'm listening to anymore. Like, I I was just trying to chill, play a little Destiny, and in the background, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Is I I think Sebastian honestly said it all. It's like it's. So literally, yeah, it's all it is. An angry British guy on his porch yelling at some wanker about something. And that's it. That's the album. That's the, that's the album. Okay. 
I'll Go save ahead. you to listen. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't even have to listen to it anymore. Yeah, you're good. It's all it is. I mean, if you want a good laugh, I say go listen to it. Um, for com- for comedic reasons, I will give this a two out of ten. Wow. Uh, it, it it probably will not. It, it's not gonna go on my my least favorite albums of the year because I I enjoyed it, just not instrumentally and like musically. Well, I shouldn't say instrumentally, but like musically, I did not enjoy it. But for the joke, I enjoyed it. It was kind of funny. Gonna have but to, yeah, I'm gonna have to respectively disagree with you on the worst album. Yeah, of the I year know. Thing. So, um, I know. Let me get into this here real quickly. Jesus. Um, let me grab some popcorn while right, I'm at it. Right, because this might be a minute. This might be a minute. I'll try not to though. But okay, I saw this band advertised on an Instagram like thing. Right, it was like one of those promotion things or whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. It sounds like a hip hop album. Maybe a little bit weird, a little experimental shit. How sure. does this sound like a? You kidding me? You should hear the clip. The clip was literally like whatever the beat was, and I think a portion where he wasn't singing, rapping, whatever the fuck you want to call that. That's probably why they posted it. Right. They're like, all right, this will get the kids going. So, gets the people going. (laughs) This album physically made me angry. I was actually getting (laughs) so angry listening to this album that I didn't want to finish it. But I made a promise to myself this year that I wouldn't be doing what I did kind of like last year where I was just like, yeah, the album was good. It was okay. Didn't finish it or album wasn't that good. I couldn't finish it. Blah blah. blah. No, I'm finishing albums this year for sure for, you know, authenticity, you know. But this, this was painful. This was the only part I laughed at was literally that wanker song. That was kind of funny. I don't even what was that nudget or elocution? I don't remember which one it was, but like that was kind of funny. I was laughing out loud literally, but after that I was just getting more and more upset. I'm like, dude, how many fucking more songs are there? How long is this album? Why am I still here? There was nothing enjoyable about this album in any way, shape, or form. And what blows my mind is that this band is critically acclaimed they're critically acclaimed in england i'm like who the fuck is listening to you and enjoying (laughs) your music that much to be like put it on the rolling stones fucking list dude like was it on the rolling stones list no but i imagine it would be just because of how praised they are you know like i'm metacritic for like the last i think it was like two or three albums of theirs ago it was like in the 80s which is universal acclaim under Metacritic rules, I'm like, for for what? For what? For yelling about politics? For literally yelling about how you feel about the fucking world around you? Let me tell you something. When I say I don't care for political music at all, this is what I'm talking about. This exact thing right here. Because, man, it just... it pisses me off. It genuinely pissed me off listening to an album. That shouldn't happen. Not even for, like, the heaviest metal album in the world does an album piss me off. You know? Like, it, it's amazing, like, what this album did to me. Like, physically and emotionally. I was, I, I'm stunned. I'm absolutely stunned. And the fact that it was number four in the UK even blows my mind even more so if it wasn't obvious uh there was no songs that i saved on here uh i don't recommend it and for the first time ever on the music corner history this is my first ever one and a half out of ten uh one and a half being for the instrumentals that somewhat gave the album the teeniest bit of fucking flavor that flavor being goddamn pepper and pepper only fuck this album and everything what's wrong with pepper nothing i was gonna say but by itself this is like this is like, like a saltine pepper. without the salt. Wait, what'd you say? This is a saltine without the salt. A <laughs> saltine without the salt, dude. Nah, dude. Just mm. a cracker. <gasps> just a crack. Just a wanker. Oh my god. Just a wanker. <laughs> Alright, well, let me cool off here for a moment and let's take you guys uh, to our sponsor here. And we are back. Let's hop into it here with the new Loathe album, The Things They Believe. So Loathe, as you guys are familiar with, came out with an album last year. I let it in and it took everything, which is 
easily one of the best albums of 2020, in my opinion. I mean, the band combined the perfect elements of shoegaze, metalcore, uh, new metal, you know, a little bit of black metal, at least on one song, very alternative metal in terms of all the sounds that you were getting off of this album. It was very good. It was a very fun, versatile metal album. And on this new project here, they decided to go full ambient, no vocals, no screams, no nothing in that sort. And just and not, not even any like, you know, that much guitar work or like, you know, maybe some bass. But it was just it was pure ambient pretty much. You know, it was like background noise pretty much with some flavor, though. They did have some saxophone in a couple songs, which I don't know if you know this trend, but it happens to be the saxophone player from the 1975. So there's a little little fun fact, little tidbit for you. Don't let that affect your score. I know what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know. It's too late. Oh, no. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> it's a one out of ten. It's a one out of ten. Mike sees the, Mike sees the nine. Or Mike. Sorry. Nate sees the 1975 in his notes and goes, try not to tell Trent. <laughs> Tiptoe around this. I'm like, I can't do it. Oh, no, dude. But, like, this album is good. There's not really a song on here that can, like, be by itself kind of it's more so you kind of have to listen to the whole album to get the full experience and i might even return to this album to do that because even on the first listen i enjoyed it but like it was something that you kind of had to adjust to and make sure you're not like comparing this album to the last album or even their other album albeit because you're not getting any kind of metal vibes at all from this i mean you'll get some darker maybe even sadder tones for sure you know the vibes will be there but it's like i said it's far from a metal album but still i think it's pretty solid um i gave it a seven and a half out of ten it's like you know not my huge especially with how like not repetitive but just like you know I, I guess in a way, yeah, it did kind of like stay the same throughout, you know, it was just long, long droning tones at times, but with like a little bit here and there to give it some flavor. But yeah, it was still good. It was still a very interesting project. And I think what they can do to even improve upon this is just like literally add some vocals to it. Like the vocals, a part of I let it in and it took everything clean vocal wise was pretty solid and would fit perfectly with this especially if you add some distortion to the vocals too like they did on that album Mwah. that would be beautiful that would be a fun project to listen to but i digress that's all i got to say about that uh sebastian what did you think this cartoon was a lot more sad I can definitely say. <laughs> um <laughs> you know uh i i but i really like this album i don't really listen to ambient music ever um, I, I tried recently with a J.D. Pincus album, which, uh, might or might not come up later, but, uh, I, I, I think that this album has a very clean sound to it and it transitions extremely well from the so song to song. I truthfully did not know when one song began and another one ended because it was just that seamless. Um, it, it kind of kind of hinders it a little bit i guess you can say just because like you know it just kind of sounds like one big piece of music like nate said you can't really listen to it uh you know by itself you know song to song you have to do the whole thing in a row i made a mistake at first of listening to the album first time through on shuffle on uh, spotify i don't know why the fuck that happened but i, I like, hate God, when that happens <laughs> Yeah, it happened for the first three songs. I'm like, okay, this doesn't sound right. And then uh, after that, I switched it back and re-listened to it. And it, it was completely fine. Um, you know, I like I said, the sax, uh, or not like I said, the sax, like Nate said, was really, really cool. I was happy to have some saxophone in there. I love when they have uh, woodwind instruments in, uh, what do you call it, in like metal and lot you know more versatility than just jazz or big band or anything else that you would normally hear it in um so i really enjoyed it um it just i don't really know how to talk about this too much you know the atmosphere was really good you know the textures just the layering of all the uh all the droning melodies and uh i guess you can say kind of like theremin sounding lines were really cool but 
I don't really know how to rate this. I, I gave it a 8 out of 10 because I think the experience itself was really, really good. And I'm probably going to buy this on vinyl. You know, I don't if really it comes buy it on vinyl. Yeah, if it does, um, I, I definitely will. Like, I, I think this would be a great album to have if you have, like, a good speaker system and you just want to, like, lay back, you know, have a drink, have a bong, whatever you want, you know, and just sit back and just clear your mind for a bit. This is definitely a good album for that. So with that being said, 8 out of 10, would recommend. Good shit. Trent? Yeah, so this album I, I really liked. Um right next to sad bitch boy music this is also what i love um is instrumental stuff like i every um like rings of saturn album there's like at least one instrumental uh and that's always like my favorite song off the album and yeah i really just love this album like it, we listened to the last album that they had last year and i like that one you know it's pretty good um no complaints from that one i don't think um, but this is like definitely a 180 and I, I really love it that they're doing this type of thing um and honestly if they continued stuff like this i would not be mad because fuck so good and i literally just chilled out and vibed to it when i was listening to it like i, I was doing something i don't even remember what i was doing but i just stopped literally just stopped what i was doing and just listened that's the best dude and it was the best it was so nice that like especially like in this time that we're in right now to have an album like that where i can literally just stop what i'm doing like subconsciously stop and just listen it was so nice um so this this album gets a solid nine and a half for me Damn, good shit. <laughs> oh, I'm glad the sex didn't fucking lower the score. <laughs> no. Get a little worried no, on that. That was, that was more so of a joke. It's like a 9 9. Right. Um, the, this, the sax is more of a joke. Um, but <laughs> I know, I. It, yeah, it was just. It was crazy. And I haven't had, like, a song or album do that for me in a long time where I would just, like, sit down and listen to it. And, you know, the last album for. Uh, <laughs> no surprise. Uh, last album for me to do that was uh, Metropolis Part 2. Oh, really? Yeah. I I sit down and listen to that album all the time. And, like, if I'm not doing anything, I have nothing to do, I just fall asleep straight up. <laughs> I mean, that's, until it gets that's sometimes to the fucking, best, though. Until it gets to Dance and Returnery, and then I'm just like, but no, I 100% would recommend this album to anybody that just, you know, if you want to get some buddies together, have a little bud, you know, whatever you're doing, you just want to chill out with some friends. I would not recommend this while you're driving. Um, especially late at night. Especially late at night. All right. Dude, what's bad about falling asleep while driving? Like, seriously, that's pretty chill. I saw I saw a meme the other day. It was like, you ever do... And, like... <laughs> it was wait, just wait, like wait, what did it say? You ever do what? Oh, it was like, you ever do one of these in the car? And it was uh, some guy just sitting there, and he was driving, and he, like, twitched and, like, looked around, and it was like, you just forget you're driving when you're driving. Yeah. I was like, dude, yeah. all the time. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah, especially for the yeah. water drives. Yeah. And, like, if I'm, like, so if I'm, like listening to music, like, if I'm, like, listening to an album that, like, I'm really <laughs> just to, absolutely zone out. And I'm like, oh, Just forget oh. you're driving while you're driving. Uh, I was laughing so hard. I was like, that's so me. Literally. Oh, my God, I love that. Uh, yeah. All right, here. Moving on now to the new Teenage Wrist album, Earth is a Black Hole. Sebastian, take us away. This was a pretty fun album. Um, I, I've never listened to these guys before. You know, you know, take that as a reoccurring thing. I don't listen to every new band out there. So I don't listen I, to music, dude. Yeah, I don't listen to music at all. I'm just on this podcast just for the lulls. But, um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, you know, I really like the synthy elements. You know, the vocals are pretty damn good. Uh, they had some pretty uh, gritty moments with the title track, uh, Earth is a Black Hole. You know, I think they sounded a lot like The Cure on some tracks here. Uh, you know, I'm just saying just with the synth bass and, like, the chorus effects that they had and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I, I don't really like the 80s sound, but the new wave sound, I think, is pretty universal uh, through, like, 
a lot of the eras. I don't think it should be just like, hey, this is basically 80s, you know. I, I think the synth sound can work pretty much anywhere if used correctly. Um, other than that, you know, this one, it just, it, it was, like I said, it was fun. I don't really have too much to say. Uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. 7 out of 10. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, this is probably the one that I'm not gonna put too much into. It just, it's a fun album, you know, if you like All American Rejects, if you like, you know, uh, if you like The Cure, I guess, with some of my freaking, uh, mentions here, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll like this album plenty. Yeah, dude, this album is my favorite of the week by far, and I'm kind of surprised, you'll see when I get the rating, but this is, like, surprisingly already gonna be one of my favorite albums of 2021, like, absolutely amazing these guys have been able to pull off a mixture of alternative rock grunge and shoegaze put it together into one album and make something that's absolutely beautiful absolutely perfect in every way and it just you know it, it, it's got everything you know like there's not a single song on here that like comes up short or like you know could have had a better moment there it's it's pretty consistent you know i mean from like the like, first actual track, Taste of Gasoline, like, I mean, just the grunge elements in that one, like I was saying, and, like, the shoegaze elements throughout the album with the distortion on both, like, you know, the instrumentals and even some of the vocals at times. Oh, I, it's amazing. It was such an incredible moment. Uh, there's not a lot of bad things I got to say about it, and not, like, too much either, just the fact that, like, it's a, it's an album that you have to listen to to just, like, understand how good it is you know at least in my opinion so with that though i'm giving it a nine and a half out of ten it was but it's it's crazy how i'm giving such a high rating this early in the year too but like i mean this has all the potential of being an album of the year as crazy as that might sound now it's just yeah it, it, it's great not a bad song on this album please go check it out especially if you're a big fan of like that shoegaze sound of like the late 80s early 90s you know it's mwah, beautiful all i gotta say trent sorry it wouldn't let me unmute <laughs> <You're good. laughs> um this was whack i i for, honestly forgot about this album so damn yeah it was it, not a bad thing like it was the first album of the week that i listened to so it just like back of my mind when i was listening to the other ones like after i listened to the loathe album everything before that was just gone <laughs> it erased everything um, pretty much um no it was it was kind of it was kind of chill it reminded me definitely like one of those 80s school themed uh music mu movie uh tracks like soundtracks this is exactly what i picture it's actually pretty cool um I literally just had to go like re-listen to like the first like few seconds of like each song really quick to like remember <laughs> what it was. Um, it was pretty. It was pretty okay. I kind I, I kind of get out of this. I get out of this uh, a little bit because like I've been listening to more interesting stuff. Uh, but from a general perspective, I I thought it was really interesting. I liked it. Um, this is definitely a this is solid seven for me. Um, I'm giving it the music corner seven, um, just because you know it was it was a nice album. Nothing bad about it, I don't think. Um, not my personal favorite. Uh, I might come back to it maybe sometime in the future, um, but yeah, that's about it. All right. Finally, now moving on. To I know, like, I mean, you and Sebastian like died for this stuff sometimes. Especially you know? me. And, like, I, I fucking love. Yeah, shooting. you. As much as you love, like. You know, uh, like Metalcore and stuff like that. Oh, what was the last? What was that one album last year? It had like the the boy and the girl on the front of it. Oh, that? tennis. Tennis, yeah. Tennis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, it, like the, it had a very seventy yeah. sound. Yeah, that one. I remember that one. I think that was the one, Sebastian. You weren't on for. You had something going on that time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I I I remember. I didn't. Uh, I I listened to it. And I I liked that album. I just uh, I was not there that week due to something i don't remember what but right. i remember it was something yeah i gotcha i gotcha but uh yeah all right moving on to our last album of the day Haley williams flowers for bases and trent i'm gonna have you start us off with this one 
Sorry, I couldn't figure out what I was doing there. Um, Haley Williams, where do I begin? Um, I'm going to start out with, I've really never listened to her. Um, I know it's a shock to some people, considering some of the shit I listen to. Wow, I've never listened to Paramore. No Paramore. Uh, of my own will, no. Uh, I was never really into Paramore. But uh, I know that a lot of people love Paramore. And I understand why, you know, it's great. Hey, Williams, however, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like her sound, how she is, you know, it's just, I guess, like, I didn't grow up with it, so it's, like, not really my thing. Um, yeah, this album as a whole, though, like, I know it's a little bit more folky, and I don't, you know, I don't mind some of the folky stuff. I really don't. You know, like, I mean, my girlfriend listens to, like, John Denver and stuff sometimes. So, like, I get a little bit of that, that folk stuff um, here and there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Something about this album just didn't really work. That's about it. I don't really have a rating for it. It's just, it's not high, so. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Uh, Sebastian? I really, really... Uh, I'm adding her like five release of that. I uh, really like this album. <laughs> um, this is definitely one of my favorite Haley Williams uh, vocal performances of her career, easily. Um, I it's been a while since I've genuinely shed a tear to an album or a song in any any way until this album came on with uh, with uh, oh my god, it's the one that begins with an A. I don't remember the name of it. Give me a second. It's a name I can't pronounce, and that's why I don't remember it as well. Who's it by? Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's it's by Haley Williams. Oh, off the album. Uh, it's off. Yeah. Assistol. Astol. Yeah, Assistol. That one, like that. one. I don't know why that one just cut me deep. Uh, that one just went right for the feels. Took it and just blue balled. You know, I uh, I was. I was a wreck, but I enjoyed this a lot, man. Her voice is just so emotionally charged. You know, I feel like this album for me could be a contender for album of the year. You know, I, I know our earlier albums last year made it to my top five. I feel like this one might be in there at least top five. I just, I don't know, man. This album was just transcendental for me. I really fucking loved it. Um, the bass, God tier, just like last time. I don't know if she had the same bassist work on this one as she did in the last album, but great fucking work there. Um, some Actually, she did were... do all the instrumentals for this album. Well, hell yeah. Thank you, Haley, for giving us even more talent. You know, it, uh, yeah, I am a huge Haley Williams fan, if you can't tell. You know, she is definitely, like, my... She's the Audrey Plaza of my life. You know how most guys will say, we don't want, you know, A and B. We want Audrey Plaza. You know, uh, that's me with Haley definitely. You know, I know she's a little bit she's a little bit cray, but, you know, she's a punk rocker. What do you expect? Um... Yeah, like I said, though, the repetitiveness on the song in Ordinary, I think that was the only song I truthfully could leave. But at the same time, there were other parts I enjoyed about it if it wasn't for the fact that he was just repeating the same word over and over again. You know, um, I kind of hate when singers do that in general. You know, some of my favorite bands do that. Um, Primus, you know, they repeat shit all the time. You know, it's just, but that's their sector. It's weird, but with this one, it's just kind of not repeating this. <laughs> yeah, too many puppies. But um, my name is my... Yeah, I. Uh, other than that, you know, this album has some great fucking tracks. I, I don't think I can put it into words how much I like this. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you a couple of the songs I really did enjoy. Um, I like HYD a lot. Uh, Just the Lover, the ending track, was a pure bop in the finest. Um, I also love Trigger. I think that one's really fucking good. Uh, and then obviously A Stole. And then the first thing to go, the first song as well, was really fucking good. This is a 10 out of 10 album for me. It's, it's early. 
but at the same time, we're kicking off strong, people. Haley Williams out here breaking my fucking teeth in with emotion. There you go. Love to see it. Yeah, uh, Haley Williams is doing folk justice, unlike Taylor Swift did last year, but that's besides the point. Um, I did enjoy this album more than I actually thought I would. Really, I didn't know what to expect from this album. Like, I'm not surprised at all that it was folk, you know? I mean, like, the fact that, like, she recorded this all at home during quarantine and, like, she wrote the song. She, I think she did some producing for it. Um, but, like, the fact that, like, she did this entirely by herself, basically, is just incredible. Like, that is, like, you go, girl. You absolutely pop off. Like, amazing. Um, a couple moments on the the album here. Uh, I don't remember the exact songs, but I think, like, uh, like, one, I know, No Use, I Just Do, and, uh, the title track, this, I I don't know how to pronounce the word, the Descansos. Descansos? I don't know. Anyway, that one, eh, eh, I could have lived without it, but, uh, oh, same with Trigger, I didn't really care for Trigger, but everything else on here, though, like, a good chunk of it, I still really enjoyed, especially My Limb, like, that one was, that was really good, like, that chorus was, like, ooh, you know, (laughs) it was really ooh to me, so, I was really enjoying it, I, I gotta give her credit for actually making an album, too, that, like, I guess can also be categorized as country folk, but... That's a little bit in question there. I don't, I don't know too much about that one. But nevertheless, this album was solid. I give it an 8 out of 10. I mean, she can do no wrong. It's Haley Williams. I mean, I, I will say a little bit also of a step down from the last album where she's not really doing that, like, artsy, poppy, rock stuff, you know, like she did, which is fine. I mean, I don't want it to be, like, repetitive, you know? Like, at least, like, she's doing something original and something that, like, you know... I somehow enjoy too. Not usually would, but hey, go off, Haley. So yeah, 8 out of 10. But yeah, that is it for the new tunes. Hope you guys like our uh, th- like our thoughts. Hope you enjoyed my rant on fucking Sleeford Mods. Fucking awful music. Um, anyway, let's get some album recommendations, though. What else do we got here? I'm going to start us off because I got one right off the bat. I listened to it earlier today because I was really feeling it. I hadn't listened to it in a while. Ocean's 8 Alaska, Lost Isles, one of the best metalcore albums of all time, in my humble opinion. Everything about this album is great. There's, It doesn't slow down as much, and when it does, it's actually really melodic and really like soothing to the ears. Where then, not even 30 seconds after, it just like hits you right back in the face with how not really well i guess you could call it brutal depends on how which way you look at it but heaviness it's in there it's there and it's in your face but vultures and sharks blood brothers part of something over the edge entity just a few of almost the entire album tracks that are absolutely amazing please check out that album it's uh, if you're a metalcore fan you will appreciate it very likely uh, Trent, what do you have for us today? Uh, try to find one. I can't remember what album it is. Um, am I stupid? I think I'm stupid. Hold up. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you need time, uh, I got time if you, if you need that time to record or anything. Yeah, a little bit of time would be nice because I can't remember. I know that I know there's a, a specific, but I can't remember. Oh. Oh, good. Um, yeah. So, uh, with this album, I have a ambient banjo album. <laughs> I. Uh, this is a member of the Melvins. He is a. He is the rhythm bassist. Yes, I said it. Rhythm bassist. If you guys are new to this, I love the Melvins. Very, you know, iconic. Just weird group. Uh, they have two bassists and the rhythm bassist, just like they would have a rhythm and lead guitar. The rhythm bassist is a really, really fucking good banjo player. Uh, it His album today is called Keep on the Grass. I just found out about this. This was released in 2018. Uh, J.D. Pinkus is a 
interesting individual. I did some research about him, and he's just a pretty uh, chill stoner grandpa, honestly, from what I can tell. You know, there's not much known about him because he kind of keeps a low profile, but guy is just very obsessed with playing his banjo, living in, uh, what do you call it, the San Diego Valley, and, uh, not, not San Diego, um, like, kind of, like, near, like, uh, Silicon Valley area, but, like, actually, like, hick country. Um, he, he lives in that area, and he's just like, I just like playing my banjo, and I just, you know, like, vibing all day. Uh, this album, Keep Off the Grass, or Keep On the Grass, I like it a lot, you know, uh, Pissing Dirty's a fun song. Uh, that one is just weird. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. That <laughs> one is just a uh, just fun ass pop. I threw it on the other day while I was driving, and uh, my friend was in the car with me, and he was like, "The hell is this?" And I'm like, "This is ambient banjo country, dude." And uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, I also like uh, Happy Cow. That one, <laughs> that one is a trip. Uh, because the banjo kind of has a wah pedal attached to it, which you would never expect those two things to ever put together in any sort of music way. But it's here, banjo wah. It's a new thing since sliced bread. It's really cool. Um, yeah, this album, I, I like it a lot. If you want to listen to something that you probably haven't listened to before, heavily recommend this album. J.D. Pincus, keep on the grass, not off. Good shit. What'd you got for us then, Trent? I have found the album. <laughs> um, so the album that I was looking for was Still Life by Opeth. Um, I love this album. Absolutely love this album. And I know I've talked about Opeth before, um, but I did not. I did not mention this album. Uh, I recently went through and listened to the entirety of this album again, and. Uh, the one song that has always sticked out for me from this album was Face of Melinda. It is... I have it on, like, a few different playlists. Uh, I have it on my Depresso Mode playlist. Because um, <laughs> it's a nice, kind of chill song. It's like, uh, until you get to the end, the second half of the song is, like... It just kicks it off. It's got, like, a the middle section that has, like... It's got a nice, slow, you know, like, a little hi-hat, a little drum going. And then... Uh, instead of like the acoustic sound which you get in the beginning you know you pop that pedal on and just burning nice chord <laughs> metal chord and then the rest of the song just has this like nice metal melodic tone and yeah, it's good for a few playlists that I have um, the f song phase of Melinda but the album as a whole solid album it's Opeth I have no issues with Opeth never have <laughs> um, and it is one of my probably one of my top um Opeth albums um, and again that is the album Still Life um, comes up as Still Life Remastered on Spotify so <laughs> uh, but yeah that would that's that one because it is an amazing album and if you've never listened to Opeth I don't know what is wrong with you even if you don't like metal and stuff Opeth does an amazing job good shit alright well that's going to conclude this week Join us next week for more albums, new tunes for the people like you. Trent Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining me. Yay. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been the Music Corner of the 808s, and we are signing off.